Hello. Hi. Hi. Welcome to episode two of Made with Melanin. We are on so episode good. two. Oh my goodness. So glad that you're back. I, I, I'm glad that you're back. Like I would, I would expect yeah. you to be leaving. You're in New York. New, I can't speak say anything. New York. I'm in. You know. I'm boring. You're boring. Is that what you just said? I'm boring because I'm not in New York. I'm the most boring person in New York. Don't worry about it. That's a lie. <laughs> that is a no, lie. I'm pretty sure it's true. Um, what you, you and I have had this problem when people come to visit me in New York mm-hmm. and they're like, "Ooh, where should we go? Like, what's the hot places? Where do you want to eat?" And I'm like, "Wendy's does the four for four deal, and they just added." <laughs> The crispy chicken sandwich. And, yes, and the double stack. So, I mean... The double stack. They do the double stack now. Or I'm like, yes, Wendy's... That, or I'm like, Popeye's is doing... A their $5 box. box. <laughs> yes. $5, yo. In New York, it's an extra dollar for the drink. But it's uh, still a deal. And then people look at me like, what is the matter? What is wrong with you? <laughs> you live in New York. And I'm you like, have all this food at your disposal. And, and I'm... I've eaten it, and it's fine. But it's also very, like, A, expensive and B, yes. a little pretentious. Okay, a lot pretentious. It is so. a lot of pretentious because it's, as soon as you open up something in New York and you're trying to be something, you're already over in over your head, so. Already, like, I feel like you start out behind. It's true. And that's how Unless you're, like, it. a fast food takeout place. Exactly. You got that built-in name recognition mm-hmm. and, ugh, anyway, I could talk forever about this. I could talk forever about... The, like, myriad ridiculous things that fries have been served to me in. Like, it's no longer enough to put fries on a plate. They now nope. have to come either in a mason jar or, like, a shopping cart. Or yes, like I've seen the shopping cart. There's a, a newspaper cone. Or, like, a black hole. A small inner tube. Um, I think they're getting more creative. It's really interesting. But also, I, I'm just woman. going to... Yes! Some small orphan is just going to uh, deliver this to you, but All sit right. there next to you. Maybe eat a fry or two. Oh goodness! <laughs> it's too much. But anyway, let, let me not begin this like old man rant. But we should have this one day about food in New York and food in Chicago. I think that would be a good episode. I a hard agree. Yes. Mm-hmm. We can talk about yes. So how are you? Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I am good. How are you? I am making it it's been a very busy week yeah we launched a podcast this week that's super duper i'm insane i just i'm so excited and freaked out at the same time every everyone i tell about it i I kind of tell them and then also run away so they're asking me (laughs) questions but i have moved on because i can't talk about i have problems it's like like when you send a risky text and you like throw your phone across (laughs) the bed so you're like (laughs) yes it's just like you know this didn't happen nope mm -mm, i just didn't do that Like, they responded. I'm not going to see it. Nope. So, I'm excited, and I want people to listen, but I also want no one to listen. Is that is that normal? Yeah. Okay. You know, I was really, really, and am super proud of our first episode, and then I was, like, listening to it, and I was like, oh, no, people are going to listen to this. And yes. I was like, oh, wait, no. <laughs> I was like, wait, we need to take it back. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, I put this out here. Please just, like, if you could just, like, regurgitate it back, and I'll just clean it up and, and throw it away. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'll just put, uh, what is that? Corn, not cornstarch. It's like whatever whatever you put on throw oh, the sawdust the sawdust. <laughs> sawdust yes it's sawdust oh listen i was an ra in college and i know all about the sawdust oh so okay. do i working in an apple store oh do people throw there i've seen more fluids come out of people um but we won't talk about that because that's that would make me sad <laughs> i have to return there tomorrow well you know that's a paycheck it is. It's a. It's an. It's an okay one. So, you know, we do what we must. All right. So, Abby, tell me, what did you make this week? I. I feel like I'm getting worse in what I made this week because it's. It's. Uh-huh. I, I still haven't baked anything. <laughs> Because one, it's too hot. I do not have air in my apartment, and I just need you to understand that baking in the summer is just not conducive to living when you don't have air in your apartment. No, ma'am. I have a window unit, but it's in my room, um, so it doesn't like power the whole house. Um, Right. 
So, yeah. But uh, the best thing I've made this week is uh, summer tea, is what we call it. We just put it in this giant container. I feel like it's like the black people container that everybody has. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Make iced tea, but don't sweeten it yet. And then just put like a thing of frozen lemonade in there and then sweeten it. It's basically just like Whoa, a, a, a wait Arnold a minute. Palmer. Walk me through this. Walk me through this. It's just, it's just tea with like six like Lipton bags. Let it steep okay. for like ten minutes. Take them out. Okay. Put like just one of the like lemonade concentrates from Aldi because uh-huh. I get everything. Oh from Aldi. yeah, yeah, like the um, um, the con- like in the can. Mm-hmm. And you just throw literally it in, in the can. Start in there and then add a little bit of sugar and it's like the most refreshing drink. That's literally what I'm drinking right now. But I think it gets us through the summer because it's too hot to do anything or make anything or even eat anything sometimes and you just want watermelon we survive on watermelon and tea in the summer that was that sounds amazing but also it um as you were talking like as you were delivering this love letter to summer the cicadas started in the background and it's just it's really it's like a really really selling it with these Illinois. cicadas. I don't know if you Illinois planned that, but it was really nice. I did not, but these cicadas are out here and singing for Jesus. So they have a lot to say. Someone once told me that they only come every 17 years, and I was like, well, that's a damn lie. No, but no, no. There's, that's... so, they come they come every year, but there's like, here they go again. Um, but they um, come in full force, like bubbling up out of the ground every 17 years, and that happened, I don't know, maybe... 10 years ago or something. I was going to say, it ha- It did happen 10 years ago because it happened the summer that I graduated high school. It was awful. It was 10 years ago. It was awful. Like, <clears throat> there was a point where there was a cicada on my shoulder and my niece and nephew were in the car and they're like, Abby! And they like shakily pointed at my shoulder and it was one of those <sighs> slow motion moments in your life where you look over ah. and the cicada's like, hey girl! And I like flew out of the car and I hit the car next to me with the door and this old lady was like, I just got this car detailed! And I was like, sorry and she didn't do anything so i was very glad but like we were all just running in the parking lot um but yeah i don't i don't want to be in illinois when this happens again but that's what that's what i made (laughs) this is just ice ice tea that gets us through these cicadas are just they're here for this podcast what did you make this week (laughs) welcome to made with melanin with abby michael and the cicadas and the cicadas yes they're also backup dancers for beyonce sometimes wow talented (laughs) Let's see. This week, I I made mayonnaise this week. And I have no. so much to say about mayonnaise. Okay. Actually, please, when you need to, feel free to stop me. <laughs> for the, one, for the people who don't like mayonnaise, it is okay. okay. It's okay. First of all. I love mayonnaise. People, I, love I was going to say, are you a person who doesn't like mayonnaise? Wait a minute. I feel like I would have known this. I love mayonnaise. And okay. a lot of people don't. So do and I. I feel like me loving mayonnaise as a black person is like a yeah, okay. rule that I'm not supposed That's to speak the about. That's thing that we need to discuss. <laughs> is how did mayonnaise become um, the enemy. Like a racialized <laughs> condiment? I don't understand how mayonnaise became like property of Caucasian people. Yeah. In a derogatory way. Yes. Not even like a, they like took it. Like, like like we gave it to them as like an insult, but actually mayonnaise is amazing. Like, we, how did this happen? We Who gave let them, this happen. We gave them mayonnaise and casseroles, and I think we need to take some of those back because casseroles are great. Not all of them. <laughs> some of them they can have, but some of them are fantastic. Um, but I, I, I've been like a mayo and French fry person for forever. Oh, yes, I was turned on to French fries and mayo. Out of all things, at a Chuck E. Cheese. On the south side of Chicago in, like, I don't know, 15 years ago or whatever. Yeah, yeah. it was just, like, this, like, random-ass Chuck E. Cheese would serve their fries with ketchup and mayonnaise. And I was like, this is life-changing. For a while, I was doing both ketchup and mayonnaise because I was like, it's kind of like the creamy, creamy, you know, uh, mm, salty mm-hmm. thing. But then yeah. I was like, just mayo was fantastic, so. Mayo is all you need. So, I don't, yeah, number one, I do not understand what happened? I don't like, know either. Why mayonnaise has uh, maybe has, because of has, how it looks. Maybe we shouldn't get too you're far into that. <laughs> I mean, maybe that is number one. And I will admit that sometimes huh, one of my favorite insults is to say, "Please do not bother me with your mayonnaise existence," and I mean it in like a, your boring existence. So I am part of the problem, but like. 
Mayonnaise is good. It is good. And homemade mayonnaise is has depth to it. It is wonderful. Okay. So yeah. So I recently, as in maybe earlier this month, made mayonnaise for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I did it because I was going to, uh, I think it was a 4th of July cookout. Or maybe it was just like one of those random summer cookouts. And I wanted to impress a boy. Yes, so you did. Potato, <laughs> I took this potato salad. And then like very casually, once they were like, oh my God, what's in this? And I was like... Oh, you know, just like a little dill and some red potatoes. And uh, I made the mayonnaise. And then you wait for them to be like, whoa, you made the mayonnaise? And I'm like, yeah, I made the mayonnaise. First of all, you making a potato salad for a cookout is like an accomplishment of the highest honor. Oh. And I just need you to know that, like, from my perspective, <laughs> that <laughs> that is amazing that you, because it's always like, who bought this potato salad? And then you have to look around, find the person, look in their eyes and know that they made it and it's okay before you eat it. I, yeah, I, I was, these were not new friends, but newer friends, so I did, it was definitely like a moment of validation. Oh my goodness, like, yeah. Y'all trust me, and I knew that this boy would be there. And he was like impressed that I made my mayonnaise, but not impressed enough that we did anything more than make out, so. First of all, I haven't done that with anybody since 2011, <laughs> so I mean, you're winning. <laughs> winning. Anyway, um, moving on from that. Potato salad. <laughs> Okay, so the, yeah, this month was the first month that I made my own mayonnaise, and I had resisted it because um, I like I, I knew that it would I knew that it would taste better, but I just like it didn't want to go through all the steps. Like most recipes are like use a food processor or just like, you like can. whisk it with um, with your hand, which just seems like excessive. It and is a lot. I already like mayonnaise out of the jar, right? Like I'm right. already here for some Hellman's, right? Like when Ina talks about good mayonnaise, she's using Hellman's. Right, and I'm like, whatever Ina says. But also, right. I just, I do like Hellman's. Yeah, I like Hellman's. And then also, have you ever had Dukes? Yes, I have. I was going to bring I it up because I didn't know if you had. I love Dukes. Here's so the thing about I... Dukes. It has a mellower flavor than Hellman's. And I kind of like Hellman's a little bit better. Oh, uh, I, just... I feel like. Um, I feel like Dukes has that almost, not to the same degree, but it almost has that depth that, that homemade mayo brings. Mm-hmm. It is a mellower flavor, but it, I feel like it's a different, I don't even know how to describe it. It is different. I just feel like it's, yeah, it is different in a, you know, and if you really want that, that full creamy, that full round fatty, like creamy deliciousness that Hellman's brings, like no, mm-hmm. Dukes is not going to give that to you, but I feel like Dukes gives you that, you know, that like depth. Of, of homemade so yes so like so i'm here for hellman's i'm here for dukes i'm already here for mayonnaise i'm not here for like doing extra dishes so i was like i don't <laughs> need to make i don't need to make my own mayonnaise i don't need to make my own aioli but then i wanted to impress a boy and which is like mm-hmm. how a lot of things for me start in the kitchen but anyway so i i made it and i did it because i found this technique on serious eats okay. to make it in the jar that you will store it in using an immersion blender. Ooh, I like that. And it's so super easy. It's two-minute mayonnaise from Serious Eats. Y'all can and should Google it because it's so easy. Uh, I have an immersion blender. I don't use it a whole lot in the summer because the number one thing I use it for is making soups. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like one of those gadgets that I like... I don't think everyone needs one, but like if you're a kitchen person, like if you want to be like... You just, like, elevate it to the next level. Mm-hmm. I, I recommend an immersion blender. Uh, and so to make this mayonnaise with the immersion blender, you, all you need is a whole egg, um, a tablespoon of lemon juice, a mm-hmm. tablespoon of Dijon mustard, some garlic if you want to flavor it up, Ooh. and um, you need a cup of neutral oil, so, like, vegetable or canola. Um, olive oil gives it a lot of flavor, like an olive oily flavor. But you need a cup of... Oil. So okay. to get started, all you need a cup that is bigger than the head of your immersion blender, and Makes sense. deep enough, deep enough to hold, um, you know, the cup of oil and everything that you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And all you do is put everything in the cup. So you crack the egg, you add the the lemon juice and the mustard. You pour the oil on top. You give it like 10 to 15 seconds to all settle, and the oil will um, separate. You know, it will separate. Mm-hmm. You stick the immersion blender in all the way into the bottom. You turn it on high, and after like 30 seconds, it turns into mayonnaise. And then you lift the immersion blender off the bottom of your cup, mm-hmm. and it starts to let in the rest of the oil. And after like two minutes of just holding your immersion blender in a cup, you have delicious mayonnaise. 
That is brilliant. So easy. It's It's brilliant. So easy. It's so delicious. I wish you could I'm, see my face because I'm I'm just like shaking my head right now. It's it, that's so brilliant and easy. Oh my goodness! It is so easy. It is so 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 easy. And you can so you can I do it in a like you know like a, a mason jar in one of the yeah. big ones. Yeah. So you just once you're done whipping it all up, you just store it in that jar. It's good for up to two weeks. Although I don't think I've ever had a jar last me two entire weeks. Oh, um, no one is judging. That's what we're not doing. <laughs> Yes, and and then all you have to clean is the bottom of your immersion blender, which is super simple. You just let it soak. I love it. I love it. So I am here for mayonnaise. I am here for reclaiming mayonnaise for all people of color because we very foolishly gave that one away. And we did, and it, it does add something. Now, if you just don't like creamy things, like I have a friend who doesn't like ranch or mayonnaise or sour cream, and I'm not sure how we are friends or talk regularly, but okay, we do. She's one of my best that. friends. Um, I like her a lot, but I just. And I just honestly, it makes more room for me. I just take her ranch when we get like wings or something. But uh, if you don't like it. That's strategic. That's strategic. Yes, I just had to make it work for myself because I don't get it. But it's okay if you don't like it. Some people have a real hard time loving themselves. (laughs) And we can't, I mean, we can't save everyone. It's true. It's true. There's only so many hours in the day. And we should really spend those hours eating mayo. There are some paths that people have to walk alone. You know? Anyways. <laughs> Mayonnaise. <laughs> yes. National Ice Cream Sandwich Day. Bless it all. I have not eaten ice cream yet today. That's a problem. I I am really addicted to ice cream in general. Um, I have a like a very nostalgic love for the ice cream sandwiches um, of my youth that like stick to your fingers. The sandwich part sticks to your fingers, and like yeah. the ice cream is more just like a vanilla treat that they call it. It's not ice cream. It's basically just like chemicals frozen it's into a block. Frozen dairy product. It doesn't put dairy. It it's like frozen. It's frozen chemicals. Product. Frozen treat. You were right. you were dead. you were right. Frozen treat. That's it's not even real, and they know it. But it is so tasty and. Those in the little cups with the wooden spoons that you used to get in the classroom, oh, those can stay all day. Um, but yeah, excited about that. But what we really want to talk about for our main main ingredient this week, I guess, um, is oh, like <laughs> is um, like recipe staples, like what got us started, um, either like with your mom or by yourself, and cookbooks that get you through in celebrity cookbooks because there's a lot of them some of them are not great and some of them are actually fantastic so agreed uh so yeah we we touched on this last week i remember you saying that you started with oatmeal yeah which is it's shameful like saying it out loud just because it's like it's oatmeal girl calm down there's no shame Um, here not that oatmeal not the way you described it it was tasty it was really good someone again shout out to karen um who um who uh, told me about joy the baker's blog and i was like this girl's awesome so i found something that seemed like it was simple to make and obviously oatmeal is simple to make um but i needed i needed that win that simple win just to keep going um and now i've made uh, all the things well not all the things i feel like you've made all the things i've made a good portion of the things i've made some of the things But okay, so other than oatmeal, what um, what did you start with, or what did you what I got think, you going? I think what got me going was brownies. Um, mm. I feel like if I'm gonna be like invited to a party last minute, I can take a pan of cheesecake brownies and like it'll be a hit because yes. it's easy. Yes. Um, yes. And yes. I figured yes. out how to. I have to find that recipe because I, I was making them at one point like every week. Um, the the balance of like the cheesecake and the brownie, but I would put like a little bourbon in the cheesecake batter, and I would put coffee in oh. the brownies, and it was like perfect. Um, An Ina trick. 
Yes. Yes. Coffee and chocolate. Coffee. You don't. Don't you dare not put coffee in your brownies, because then just don't get just get away from me. You don't, don't taste the coffee nope. if you're listening at home. You, you do not. don't taste the coffee. It just it's one of those things where the the bitter accentuates the sweet. It's, exactly. It's kind of like so putting coffee, coffee or chocolate in chili, which if you didn't know that trick, you're welcome. Chili um, chili they, they go together really well. Chocolate and chili. But yes. <laughs> So anyway, so bourbon, coffee, yes. yeah. there's a lot happening in our Um And I would like swirl it around. It just, it, A, it looks pretty. And mm-hmm. cheesecake brownies are not a thing that people get often. Brownies are yep. good, and I love a good brownie. But cheesecake brownies are like, oh my god, you did this special. And then it's not that special. It's just all you need is a brick of cream cheese um, and, an, and an egg. And then you're good to go. And it's like, it's so tasty. I think that I mean I think that's one of the wonderful things about baking, right? Is that it's not like a cre- like a, a cheesecake brownie, right? It sounds so luxurious and indulgent. And it like, does. Oh, you must have gone through so much work. I did not. It's really not that much work, <laughs> and but people really and truly appreciate it. That's that, true. Like, you took the time to whip up that brick of cream cheese and egg and made this cheesecake brownie, right? And swirled that's it in right. a really nice pattern. Um, but yeah, I think brownies were my go-to the for a marbling. long time. The marbling, it's everything. <sighs> I would say chocolate chip cookies, but it turns out chocolate chip cookies are the most complicated thing I've ever made in my entire life because there's such a ratio of uh, butter fat and like saltiness and chocolate. And it's like all about the type of chocolate you have and like, is your, did you refrigerate this dough? And like, did you go to college for the amount of time that you were supposed to, you know? And it's a lot. So, yeah. There's like the, that, um, picture that like floats around the internet of like all the different types of chocolate chip cookies mm-hmm. like depending on brown sugar light sugar rested not exactly there's just so many variables that go into chocolate chip cookies i also feel like cho- chocolate chip cookies um like everyone has their like very own like deeply held preferences i I'm, i feel like a lot of them are rooted in nestle which i get because mm-hmm. they they have perfected a, a recipe mm-hmm. pretty well but for me i like a sea salt chocolate chip cookie that's what i figured out i love mm-hmm. salty sweet love it yes um and it just makes my whole life so that's what i bring to people but some people like softer cookies some people like the crispy edges like chewy centers it's too much i i'm here i'm here for like a 100 percent soft chewy cookie oh okay i I just i love i i almost like cake which is wow yeah but i love a soft cookie Mm. um with Lots of chips. I know some people are like all about. Ooh, I like chocolate chip cookies, but like without the chocolate part. No, 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 no. I've had that before, and uh, I you need the chocolate. You need that balance. It does provide a balance, like truly, yeah. truly, truly. But um, yeah, give me those chips. I don't want a ton of chocolate chips. See, it's like everybody's so different. I don't want a See, ton of chocolate chips. Exactly. Um, has, like their own deeply held. It's uh, and I like I like good chocolate, like the Valrona chocolate. Mm. Uh, and I'm like, I don't have the money for that. But anyway. So indulgent. Verona chocolate is like $43 a pound. It is. Oh my gosh. I'm not exaggerating. No, if you go on Amazon, write meow and look at it. It is it is so expensive. And it's in a bag and it's there for you. But I'm like, ugh. Do I have... They have a store here in Brooklyn. <gasps> it is divine. We're going. I, oh my god. I'm going it's next time. I, oh my god. Excessive. <laughs> well, and... why did you tell me that? Oh. I only recently learned, no, well, you know, I only recently learned this. Oh my goodness. But yeah, they have a little, uh, I don't know if it's a test kitchen. I don't think it's a production facility, but it's um, in a super bougie area. Mm. Of course. <laughs> because, yeah. because Williamsburg. No, it's not. It's in, um, it's by the Brooklyn Bridge. It's in oh, Brooklyn Heights. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, this is old money. Oh. <laughs> old money. Dang. Um, so chocolate brownies. What did what did you get started with? Um, I started with I not pound cakes, loaf cakes. Okay. So Ina has a great recipe in mm, I think it's um, the green one. I don't remember what it's called. Uh, for lemon blueberry loaf cake. Mm-hmm. And uh, for so a good. long time, I stuck. I like stayed in that lane, like loaf cakes and quick breads, things that like could be whipped up in one bowl yeah, and then and just then... put in a pan, right? So not a lot of like, oh, cream the butter and sugar over here and then add wet dry. Like not a lot of steps. Um, and then really, really hard to mess up. You know, things like... Like you would have to work um, hard to mess it up. Right. Like banana bread is like you just stick it in there and then like 
let it go till a toothpick comes out clean. Um, I feel like quick breads are a lot of people's starting because it's yeah. zucchini bread, banana bread. Um, you can bread. add a bunch of stuff to both of those chocolate right. chips. Um, first of all, I'm so sorry if people like chocolate chips in their banana bread. I do not. Um, that is just me. You can sue me later. So sorry. Um, but you can. I like cram- I like cranberries and walnuts in my banana bread. Um, but there's just a bunch you can add to it, and you're right. It's hard to mess up. Yeah, they're very um they're very versatile. Uh, quick breads, things like that. They can you know the mm-hmm. recipes aren't they're forgiving. They're forgiving. Yes, they are very forgiving. Which is um one of the things I love about um most of Ina's recipes is that they're they're fairly forgiving. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll come across a recipe and when they mean you know one and a half teaspoons of baking soda, they mean one and a half teaspoons of baking soda, mm-hmm. and they mean these ingredients because if you go and add chocolate chips then that might create extra weight and things don't rise or if you go and add some caramel sauce that's going to create liquid and things don't come together for the most part Ina gives you really great um really great recipes that taste fantastic on their own but Mm -hmm. also room to grow you know room to add and be what you'd like creative by yourself exactly they're very forgiving recipes like we said um, which is why I think Ina is just so great for beginners. It's and so true. Yeah, so I definitely started with her quick breads, and then from there went on to she does cakes, and then I think I've made probably all of her desserts at this point. I've wow. Yeah, her croissant bread pudding. So I feel like that was her first like high wire dessert. Mm. That was like mm, pudding. <laughs> it came out, it came out so good though. I did everything. Oh, you know what? I've never made a pavlova. We talked about pavlova last week. We did. But, um, I've never, I've never made one. My brain immediately to went to pavlova. I was like, oh my god, he's made pavlova. Like that was the first yeah, thing I thought no. about. <laughs> I've never made pavlova or um, oh, what's that other one? Floating island, island. What is that? Mm, you know what I'm talking about? No. I think I, it might not even be in a book. It might just be in one of the early episodes. Um, hold on. Okay. Yeah, okay. A floating island is a dessert of French origin consisting of Naturally. Meringue, of course. <laughs> floating on creme glace. And the meringues are prepared... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So it's just... It's meringue on creme anglaise. Okay. She loves meringue so much. She loves meringue so much. I don't love meringue that much. It, it sometimes has... The taste of it is not my favorite all the time. Um, I feel like I have to be in the mood for meringue, which is... Sorry, but I know you love meringue. <laughs> I love meringue buttercream, which I feel has a very different flavor profile than just regular meringue. meringue I bu- just because of the butter. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, I feel like uh, like regular buttercream, like American buttercream, which is usually just butter and powdered sugar, I feel right. like it's just too, too sweet. Um, there's, no, there's no depth to American buttercream. Yeah, it's just like very like, Sugar. <laughs> that, that, that's it. <laughs> You're right. And so um, Italian meringue buttercream, uh, or even Swiss meringue buttercream, is very, I feel, not neutral because they're still sweet, mm-hmm. but definitely more subtle, lots more depth because of the meringue. And I think the, the all the butter really balances it out. I could be wrong. It could be like totally eggy. I don't know. No. I've had I've had your cakes with Italian meringue buttercream, so you're golden. Promise. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> Anything else? Any other? Ina, I love Ina for beginners. I'm trying to think what were some really terrible books I read in the beginning. Um, um, you know whose books I didn't love were Giada. I have a lot of thoughts about Giada, and so does my mother. <laughs> so does my mother. Um, we, she, I feel like she started out strong, and then she like her celebrity status launched her to a different place where her where her recipes weren't necessarily not stable, but just like they were. It was just like, um, no, thank you. It was just I was kind of over them. I feel like she was definitely like reaching for. Yes, I'm like, who who did you collaborate with for these recipes? Because they're not right. they're not great. Um, yeah. I distinctly remember watching one of our shows, me and my mom, where she makes where she makes this cold summer soup with tomatoes, cantaloupe, and prosciutto, and it looks like straight up oh, vomit, no. like 
straight, straight vomit because it's pureed, pureed tomatoes and cantaloupe. And then you like dip a prosciutto chip that like is crispy in there. And she's like, and it's like, it, it's cold. So it's cold vomit. I just. Uh. <laughs> oh, we need the sawdust. We need the sawdust. <laughs> Take it away. Get the sawdust. Take it away. Yes. Oh, and it just, it is, it, that episode came out in maybe like 2010 and I, I haven't forgotten it and they, they show it sometimes as a little clip and I'm just like, no, the barf soup, like I can't do it. So ever since then, I've been a little, little wary of her. Um, literally all of Ina's cookbooks are great. She has 13,000 of them and they're all fantastic. All of them. Foolproof is Be aware, though, that her first cookbook is, um, all of the portions in that cookbook are insane. Are they? Because it's, like, she was, like, still, I think she was still, like, running the store. So she's like, oh, this is for your entire store, right? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) And so there's this, um, like, the brownie recipe makes, like, 48 brownies. (gasps) 48? Dang. Yeah, it's, like, an entire sheet pan of brownies. Which is great if you're like, I'm heading to a party, but it's not great if it's like, it's exactly. Monday. Uh, right. What? Um, yeah, there's a, like all of, there's a, like all, it's everything in that, in that um, cookbook is, is meant to serve at least 30 people. Okay, that's fine. Feed your Which block. I learned the hard way. Because it, I mean, like cookbooks always say like, oh, it serves 12. And you're like, okay, really, that's me. Um, <laughs> and so I, just, I, I assumed that like the the servings were artificially inflated, not in Ina's case. She will never tell you a lie. She really and truly won't. Nope. Um, other people great for beginners. Um, I learned a lot from Alton Brown. Oh, Alton Brown. Less on like actual recipes and just more on like, like good techniques and just good like things to remember yes and like maybe why this reacts this way because right. he's a he's a science nerd who's like i also yep. like to eat food so if you really want to know like why does this baking soda not right like making this rise or like what is alkaline why is, what is dutch processed cocoa instead of cocoa you know normal cocoa he will like literally break it down in a 12 page paper for you if you need it yeah. uh and along those same lines um America's Test Kitchen is oh. always good for, um, I just for fell like, over. understanding, good foundational knowledge. I have uh, so many of their magazines, Cooks Illustrated. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I started buying them because in one of Ina's books, she like lists like everything a good like home cook needs. Mm-hmm. And like, one of the things is like Cooks Illustrated. And I was like, <gasps> well. yeah, I need good knives. I need... Um, Cloth napkins and Cooks Illustrated because I'm serious. They <laughs> but have Cooks a, Illustrated really is good. Like it's good stuff, and America's Test Kitchen is great. It is tried and true. I've been trying to work for them for a little while. I'm not going to lie to you, um, but uh, it, you have to apply for like so Time great. Time Warner in general. And I was like, oh, that's too much. That's fine. <laughs> I didn't realize that I had to like apply to like the TV company. Oops. Anyway. <laughs> Um, but they have a cookbook with all like 90,000 of the recipes in it for 20 bucks on Amazon and it's everything they've ever made and in one book. So it's like, I feel like that would be like the beginner's cooking Bible. If you were just like, I need to make literally anything cool. Um, also the Savour, uh, cookbook has like a classics cookbook and it's really good. Oh, okay. Super good. I, um, the only thing. Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever read Savoir. I once dated a copy editor from Savoir. Oh, that's accomplished. <laughs> and by dated, I mean we hung out once, and then on the second time, he asked me to leave halfway in the middle of the date because his sister was coming over, but also mm. his sister was from, like, Nebraska, and I was just like, what? Okay. And it was really weird. That is awkward. <laughs> so... Not holding any of it against Savor, though. I'm sure their recipes are great. I got it from the library. First of all, it the <laughs> library. Um, and we were flipping through it, and the same day, my mom was like, yeah, so you're going to order this on Amazon today? And I was like, yeah, that's mm-hmm, that's exactly what I was on in, on the way to do that right right mom now. Mom approves. If she approves something, like, we're, it's green-lighted, and it's on the way to us on Amazon Prime. So, yeah. um, so funny. I think most, I think most, like, celebrity chef cookbooks are, like, they're okay. Like, they're just good for, like, if anything, maybe inspiration. Like, I don't think they're going to teach you very much technique. 
um, like the Giadas or like Sunny Anderson had a book that was like real, real, just like nothing. It was like, like this is just like this is all recipes.com printed out. I have so many thoughts about Sunny Anderson. Also, <laughs> I accidentally became an internet troll um, and I trolled what? Sunny Anderson and she responded. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Please tell me the story in great detail. Okay, so um, I just have problems like with her hair and her face sometimes because (laughs) (laughs) I'm a terrible person. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Problems looking at her. It just sometimes she like she'll have on like I don't. I'm guessing it's tracks or a wig, but they're like the same shade as her face. So it's like nothing ever ends, and I just. And the foundation sometimes she has on doesn't match her actual skin tone. You can super tell. I'm just like, Food Network, what are you doing to my girl Sunny? Like, she deserves, you know, like, a blended foundation. And she deserves a good wig. Or better tracks. Mm. I just... And I and I tweeted that one day. And I asked, I added her. And why why did I add her? Like, what? why did I have to add her name? And I was like, Food Network, like, you just have to watch out for my girl Sunny Anderson. Like match her foundation and then she came back at me hard being like you ugly like <laughs> oh no oh my god what <laughs> she she's like you like you know the trolls that come after you usually have an egg like you ain't <laughs> anything and i was like i'm i'm an internet troll like how did this happen oh how did i get god. here <laughs> but really and truly you were just looking out for her I, I, I did i i honestly was not trying to be mean but I've seen, I've watched her on TV for forever in these horrible, horrible honey-colored wigs, and I just, I don't understand. Oh. But she came back at me real hard, and she's like, "Listen, when you're confident with yourself, like you don't need." It. I was like, "Okay, uh, yep, nope, yep, okay." <laughs> so uh, that was how. Did her fans come after you? Did like the the like the the sunny stands come for you? Or was it just her? It was just her. Because I'm not a hundred percent sure how many stands she has. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh gosh, I'm so terrible. So that was the day I learned how not to be an internet troll, and maybe don't at the person. You know, um, this is I, this is a real common <sighs> moment. Yes, how's your mom's pill addiction? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh. Oh my gosh. Okay. But yeah, so um Sunny Anderson is not, I want I want her to succeed, okay? Just this is this is me putting this out into the universe. I want her to succeed. I want good things for you. Um but also you know, we got to talk about your wardrobe and your hair and your face. Okay, fine. Okay. I want Ina on twice a day again so Sunny Anderson can go suck a toe. Right? I don't like the kitchen. It's like they're their version of the chew which is actually an excellent show um but it's not great they don't actually have a studio audience it's just still it's a clap track it's really annoying it's real real awkward it is awkward <laughs> you're right but um yeah i i mean do you have chrissy teigen's cookbook I do have Chrissy Teigen's cookbook, and uh, disclaimer: it's teaching you absolutely nothing. But <laughs> okay, <laughs> but it, I mean, it's teaching you nothing in terms of technique. But there is a lot in there that's good for um, just like new ideas, which um, which is good. Sorry, yeah. it's totally space there. Okay. There's a lot of great ideas in there. There's this great. Um, Oh my god, there's so many good, like, there's some good Thai noodles, there's this great, um, ground chicken lettuce wraps, and it just uses, um, this fantastic marinade with hoisin sauce, and soy sauce, and sriracha, and chili sauce, and ginger, um, she's got some great, um, rib recipes like it's like all it's it's all over the place and it's really great for inspiration for new ideas um it's not earth shattering but i was just by uh, you know like compared to all of the other celebrity cookbooks and there are a lot of them there's so many and they're so terrible like, like i read the gwyneth paltrow one ooh, it's awful does it just I involve the Chris putting... jenner one it's awful i'm sorry what she's a cookbook yeah, jenner has a cookbook uh, don't expound. Things... I actually don't want to hear about it. <laughs> okay, keep going. Okay. Just kidding. I'm kidding. Keep going. No, one of the recipes is like Nicole Brown's nachos, and it's like real offensive. Wow. Nicole Brown being one of the people that O.J. Simpson murdered. 
Or, well, legally. <clears throat> anyway. <clears throat> we have to move on for legal reasons. Uh, um, oh, my God. <laughs> but Chrissy Teigen, who I wanted to hate Chrissy Teigen so much because she came onto the scene and it was like, Sports Illustrated model, like, has a personality, everyone love her. And I was just like, no, you're not going to fool me. Right. She's just a model. Exactly. But, oh, no, she's actually, like, hilarious and she super smart. She is a living and, gem. Oh, it's I just, it's like, the de- she's like the definition of God-giving with both hands. <laughs> like, she's just so beautiful and so hilarious and so just, she's, and then also she eats. She loves eating. Ugh. She loves eating. Ugh. And it's, and, which is like. It still makes me kind of mad because it's like, you are a Sports Illustrated supermodel. You have legs for days. And she's like tucking into all this food that does not hurt her metabolism. And that makes me slightly offended, you know, in a, in a, in a really personal way. Because, you know, obviously it's fine. But at the same time, it also makes her super relatable. Because it's like, she's tucking into all this food. And like, this is the food I love to eat. Right. Except mine, you know, glues to my thighs. And hers just falls away because she has, you know, a whole team of people to keep her young. And thin. Where does it go? I'm not sure. I feel like Where? she just eats with a colostomy bag and like a like a bag attached to it and just kind of goes just right out. Um, but Chrissy Teigen, but, yeah. So know. Cravings, I have it. I love it. Um, actually, I think I have all, I'm looking at my, my bookshelf. I have all of Ina's cookbooks. I have two books from Cooks Illustrated. Mm-hmm. I have the science, um, I have the, the Food Labs, um, book from Serious Eats. Okay. And I have Chrissy Teigen. I need to buy Chrissy Teigen's book. Oh, it's and just... I have the Ben and Jerry's ice cream cookbook. Oh, yes. Which I think maybe you told me to buy. Someone told me to buy it. I, I don't know if I told you, but I, I only have a Jenny's, which we're going to get to in a bit. But, um, cause I, I just, I have, I need to set aside some time to talk about it in depth. Um, but it's not now, not, not the time. Um, but yeah, I don't, I didn't tell you to buy it, but that's a good idea. That sounds fantastic. It's great. It's, um, it's definitely not a beginner book. It's definitely like a, I mean, it's Ben and Jerry's, you know what I mean? So it's right. definitely like a, come on, yeah, let's spend some time in the kitchen and like whip up some deliciousness. Right. But, I've never been let down. I think I've only made like three things because they are very involved. Um, yeah, making ice cream is, but worth it. Oh. Um, so yeah, so Chris Teigen is like the only like non chef that I have on my shelf here. Yeah, and, on mine, uh, I have like have I have the the you know the elders of the church. I have Jacques Pepin <laughs> and Ina Garden and the Cake Bible. Uh, the Cake Bible is what I remember reading as a little kid. Is that Mary Berry's <laughs> book? Or is that Ooh. Diana What's-Her-Face? Please hold. Or is it somebody else? I will tell you. Let's see. Oh, no. It is Rose Berenbaum. Um, Rose That's Levy who Berenbaum. That, there you go. Yes, yes, she yes. Is, oh, man. <laughs> but I, I remember reading the Cake Bible with my mom. Um, not, not honestly, not with her, but just like looking at the pretty pictures of cake because it's the most complicated. I don't know if they're complicated to be honest. I've never made one, but if they look like the most complicated <laughs> things, because it's like we made this rose petal out of thoughts, and you're like, oh, okay, I just have to take some thoughts and make a rose petal. Okay, I got it. Um, <laughs> we spun this flower out of sugar and goodwill. Yes, and you're like, but I don't have any. And I just ran out of sugar. But right, it's like, just... What can I make with this seething bitter hatred? <laughs> uh, you can make mm. a couple petals, um, but it won't be of a rose. <laughs> it's like, fine, okay, fine. Um, <laughs> it's it's interesting, but it's so, it's so pretty and, like, poised. And I just feel like if I were to... If I were really trying to impress maybe, like, in-laws or something, I think I would make something from the cake Bible. I mean, it has the word Bible in it. Automatically, I'm like, respect! You know, like, ooh. So it's a good one. I haven't read the cake bible. I've read the baking bible, or I've skimmed through it. Mm-hmm. Um, Anything? I don't know. I'm trying to think of any other cookbooks. I have like I have Zoe Nathan's cookbook. Um, Who? Zoe Nathan. Um, one you should watch. Uh-huh. I'll have what Phil's having because it's my favorite PBS show. I think I've ever watched. It's about the dude who wrote. Uh, everybody loves Raymond um, but 
he goes to like Italy and Hong Kong and Paris and LA and samples their food for like, it's like an hour long show each time. And it's like, it's so perfect. I just, mm, I think it's on Netflix. I don't know. I don't know. I'm like very, 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 very tired of like the watch a white man eat his way through the world genre of television. What? Like it's a very saturated market. Okay. First of all, I agree with you because I feel like I have to one um, <laughs> because, because you're not wrong. Everything you're saying is completely right. <laughs> So I, I have to agree with you, but it is honestly it was really relaxing to watch. Um, the Italy one was like it made me emotional a little bit, um, and the LA one was really good. I mean, honestly, I would watch it if you can. I understand the premise of it, but it's really relaxing, and it just I don't know. I liked it a lot. So if you can get through one episode, at least choose. I would choose either Hong Kong or LA. Just saying. Okay. I'm going to go with L.A. because I'm planning an L.A. trip. Ooh, yeah. But Zoe Nathan is how I got introduced to um, her was I'll Have With Phil's Having, and I bought her cookbook because she owns his bakery, and, like, I started crying because she's like, oh, in the bakery, in the in the cookbook, basically she maps out the recipes by the time of morning that she would have to get there to, like, proof the bread or, like, make this fresh. And I was just like, but why is this not my life? Um, oh. That sounds wonderful. It, it is great. So, like, reading it is, like, almost like going through a date with her, like, okay, it's 7 o'clock. So, you know, my bakers have been here since 3 a.m. Uh, we've already put the bread in the oven and it's made. We made muffins. Now, here's a muffin recipe. And I was like, oh, my God. So, it's a good cookbook. If you if you want, like, staples, she tells you how to make um, poolish for bagels. So, I've always wanted to make bagels. It just, poolish? Yes. It is basically the starter of a bagel like you have to leave it for a couple days to like proof and and you know come alive and then you make the bagels from it but it's called a poolish p-o-l-l-i-s-h so okay oh that reminds me i also have the the flower cookbook flower is this bakery that's well known in cambridge Mm -hmm. um, massachusetts and uh i have made their donuts and they're all fantastic yes donuts Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I just obviously want donuts it's fine um also the premise of this podcast i just wanted to forewarn everyone is to not get you to watch what the health because someone told me that um that they watched it after after last week's <gasps> no. podcast and became a vegan and i was like i failed you in a way that i didn't realize was possible um, please do not become a vegan no it's not just don't just don't because frosting and butter, they're they're just there to help you out, okay? They're there to get you through life. Cheese. Cheese. Like, what? Cheese. <sighs> cheese. Please don't become a vegan. Think of the cheese. Think of the cheese-drin. Not the children. The cheese-drin. our bit our tip our bacon bit and that's b-a-k-i-n i know it's super hokey please please bear with us if we need to change we name hokey people let us know i'm okay with a little kitsch i like a little kitsch i love some kitsch i love to be on the nose i love it so bacon bit <laughs> yes um like tips tricks quick recipes things to help you out in the kitchen yeah um, we should have fun theme music. Like I, we do need, <laughs> we do need music. Okay, we'll figure that out. I'll, I'll find something. <laughs> so Abby yeah. is going to give us this week's bacon bit. Yes, Abby. my hand is under my chin in a really cute way right now. I just want to let you know. Um, but this week's little little tip for y'all is three ingredient ice cream in honor of um, National Ice Cream Sandwich Day. Um, I realize that not everyone is going to just be like, I make ice cream all the time because that is a thing I do. Um, I make ice cream all the time. Um, I'm obsessed with Jenny's ice cream. Like, uh, obsessed. And I actually... Really and truly you are, but that is an obsession that... uh, I didn't understand until very recently. Mm -hmm. But, oh goodness. You're, like, 
evangelism is like 100% warranted. It's, uh, uh. I don't know how I, how did I find her? I think I'm, I, I think my mother found her because that she's like, she reads the paper and she's like, I found this thing. You should look at it. I'm like, okay, well, fine. Um, and then I became super obsessed, but she's based out of Ohio and she started it like, you know, she was super, not super young, but maybe like mid twenties and was like, listen, I like ice cream. I'm going to make that super young. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Again, you're right. Um, And she's like, I just like ice cream. I'm going to make it the right way. I want to make it without it becoming icy. And I, I feel like there's a way to do that. And she found a way to do that. And she's famous for her salty caramel ice cream. Um, But I have her cookbook and I've made, Uh, I've made a lot of things from it. (laughs) It's if you, if you've ever had it, it's like that, that sound is like, Oh my God, I've had it before. But also, I need people to not be so obsessed with it because it's my thing. I love it. No one can love it more than me, okay? Um, but I also want everyone to know about it at the same time. It's a weird It's a weird love. You can know it, acknowledge it, respect it, but just know that you'll never love it the way that I love it. The way that you love it. Because, oh my goodness. Like, oh, and the, she's The opening. love between you and Jenny Splendid Ice Creams is so pure. <laughs> It is. I just, it is. I just. I just wanted to love me back in the in the same way, but it doesn't. It's okay. Um, I am. I am truly, truly, truly trying to figure out how to work for Jenny Britton Bauer. Um, I think she would be a great employer, but she cannot afford me right now, and that's okay. Um, so, uh, she cannot afford me. Yes. Hey, snaps. We gotta have that benefits package, and she does not. Snaps. So uh, there's some standards that she's gotta abide by if she wants me. Um, but right. I'm trying to figure it out because I really I think working for her would be like the best thing ever. I love ice cream, and I would have no problems. You have no problems with ice cream. Um, so talk talk to us about this three ingredient. Jenny's is not three ingredient ice cream. No, it's like 85 ingredient ice cream and all day. 85 like delicious ingredients <laughs> that will each blow your mind. It's true. But three ingredient ice cream. If you need what is ice cream in a pinch, like it, it's truly super quick. So it's um, it is sweetened condensed milk, um, heavy whipping cream. Mm-hmm. Um, vanilla extract and then whatever ingredients you'd like obviously I would put salt in there um, because sea salt in ice cream just kind of helps the flavor deepen yep. Yep. so it's never a bad idea so um, I guess it's four ingredient if you're going to put salt in because I would highly recommend salt but it is literally just like a, a can of sweetened condensed milk um, if, it, if it was just black people that I was talking to I would call it a can of Eagle Brand and everyone would know just gonna, can we just say like the Eagle can? Yes, a can of Eagle brand, and everyone should know what I'm talking about, but not everybody does. Um, Just a pint of heavy cream, um, two teaspoons of vanilla extract, and then if you want to add, like, Oreos or strawberries or or cocoa powder or whatever you want, you can do that, and it'll... Mm. And literally all you're doing is whipping up the the heavy cream until it's thickened, um, until it forms stiff peaks. Not stiff, but, like, medium peaks um and then you fold in just very gently the um sweetened condensed milk and then add in the vanilla stir that up and put it in a container and put it in the freezer like the end bye so that sounds so good and also so easy it's too easy it's almost i i was really wary of it because i'm so used to making jenny's ice cream i'm like i don't where's the cornstarch and where's the the cheese the cream cheese and like where's the self-hatred in the middle that and then the (laughs) the good result in the end um and i couldn't find it and it was so easy so i i highly recommend it especially if you have kids you can put those in popsicle molds and you're like set you're like a hero that's brilliant I always forget that children exist. Or if you're an adult, you can put them in popsicle molds and still be a hero for yourself. (laughs) A pint of heavy cream Mm -hmm. whipped to medium peaks. Mm -hmm. Peaks, if um, you've never whipped before, peaks refers to, you know, so you're whipping uh, whipping anything. Mm -hmm. And then once you stop and you, let's say you pick up a mound of of your whipped cream and the tip of what you've gathered... Well, the tip of it will either peak into a soft peak, which is just barely formed peak, mm-hmm. a medium peak, which looks a little firmer, or a stiff peak, you know, exactly. Which will literally... Like a very stiff, like, like a mountaintop. Right. So a soft peak might be like the the hill from The Nightmare Before Christmas, right? It, it kind of droops over. Yeah. And a medium peak is a little firmer, and then your stiff peak is mountaintop. Yes. And that's how we judge 
when we're whipping things like that. Mm-hmm. So a uh, pint of heavy cream mm-hmm. whipped to medium peaks, and then you just fold in can of eagle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can of eagle brand. That's it. <laughs> and, and your vanilla. That sounds and sea salt. Know, like what? I, and about and a fourth of a teaspoon salt. of sea salt. Um, you can put, you can like heat up caramel sauce and just kind of like mm. layer caramel sauce and the ice cream, um, and like freeze it, and then it would be like a caramely. Like you can, you can get really impressive with this because it's so simple. Yeah, that sounds like a fantastic base. Mm-hmm. Like just so many ideas, mm-hmm. many ways to go. Some crushed up Oreos. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm again so, all about the sweet and salty, so I'd probably do like. I would I would do a like a hot fudge sundae, but just like a frozen hot fudge sundae. So I would drizzle mm. hot fudge, um, salty peanuts, ice cream, hot fudge, salty peanuts, ice cream, and then freeze it, and then bam! It's basically like a peanut buster parfait if you are familiar with Dairy Queen culture. Sounds great. Ooh, or some strawberry sauce and pretzels. I really Yo. love strawberries and pretzels. I love strawberries and pretzels. Okay, so that was amazing. Yes. I think that's what I'm going to do tonight now. Do it. Because it's so easy. And then if you bring but it to a party, it. you're able to be like, I made this ice cream, no big deal. And you don't even have to tell them that it took you like five minutes. <laughs> um, once I had a dinner party and I served tequila sorbet. What? And <laughs> what? It was not three ingredients. It was so many ingredients. And it was just, it was impossibly difficult to make because, like, tequila doesn't freeze. But, like, no, it doesn't. Or beta freeze. And it, I don't even remember how I finally, like, got it to stick together. But Jenna? I just remember, like, oh, my God, this was awful. Like, <laughs> ah. But it was delicious. And then, like, everyone was like, oh, yeah, this is cute. This is good. This is great. And I was like, nope. You don't uh-uh. understand. You all. Let's do it again. <laughs> From the top. I made tequila sorbet. Get on applause, your hands and applause. knees. And genuflect right now. So I feel like three ingredient ice cream will impress people, but if it doesn't, it's not like, oh, I traded most of my sanity for this. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. Oh, ice cream. I I appreciate it. Ice cream has been a staple in my life. I feel like it's a family member for me. And I just. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. I am now on the floor. Okay. We should move on to the this week's secret ingredient, which oddly is enough is not time? ice cream for me. <laughs> I was I actually assumed that it was ice cream. No. <laughs> Okay. It is peaches. It's peaches. Peaches? Yes. Ooh. Is this a euphemism? Nope. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> nope. Uh, it is It is not. My uh, coworker, apparently her family goes to Michigan every year, and, like, her mom has a guy, literally, the peach guy, and, like, he calls her up, and he's like, hey, Linda. I don't know if her name is Linda, but I'm assuming. Um, the peaches. <laughs> the peaches are ready, and, like, she'll go get bushels and bushels of pizza. Peaches, and then she bought me a bushel of peaches. So I have like this giant box of fresh. You got an entire bushel of fresh peaches. Yes. So I, they're just they're chilling on my table in this huge box. Um, And how many? uh, How many? uh, How big is a bushel? How many peaches to a bushel? How many? It's two boxes, and it's honestly, I think it's like. 50 in a box? So, like, That's a, yeah. Crazy. Isn't it? What are you going to do with those peaches? That's such a good question. Now, my mom. Cobbler? Uh, well, obviously. Like, if I didn't make cobbler, I would have to literally tell somebody, like, I'm so sorry. I'm not black anymore. I'm not being cobbler out of these peaches. Um, mm. But uh, my mom likes peach preserves. Um, mm. We're probably going to can some just to, pr- to preserve them. But a ton of cobbler. I like them cold just to eat, like, as a snack. Um, Oh, I'm just I'm so excited. So I love I love fruit in general, but peaches are like a fresh good peach is like everything. I yes. There's a lot of bad peaches out there though. That's There's so a true. Lot of bland peaches. Ugh. But some fresh peaches, oh goodness. Like they were on the tree yesterday, which is nuts. Some fresh peaches, some fresh hot peach <laughs> cobbler on top of your three ingredient ice cream. Oh. Are you kidding me? 
Oh my god! <laughs> that is like a setup for the biggest. I have to go change like, pants now. Oh my god! W in your. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. I'm just. I'm. I'm. That I'm flush. Yes. I'm flush. Yes. I'm. I'm feigning like, myself a little bit. Whew. I didn't even think warm. about that. Oh my goodness. Oh my warm. gosh. I can't really have fruit pies or cobblers or, or crumbles without ice cream because the creamy, like the melt that it makes is just it's like just so, so good. Perfect. Oh man. Yeah. I'm salivating. Okay. Um, what is, what, what is your, uh, what is your secret ingredient this week? My secret ingredient this week is not food. Okay. So this week has been just really tough. Just. I'm sorry. And, um, like a bright spot has been a music video from Charlie XCX called Boys, which I've been like pushing hard all over the internet. You have, it's, it's been um, all over your internet. <laughs> listen, it is two minutes and 46 seconds of nonstop objectification of men, which we need to do so much more of. You're right. Like, I Men agree. are like not nearly objectified enough. And this is a fun it's a fun little like bouncy little bop for the summer. Like it's a cute song, but like really the music video. It's just these like gratuitous shots of Charlie's, I guess, famous friends. I don't know if they're French. Like this assortment of, of male celebrities. Okay. Joe Jonas Ooh. and my boyfriend Riz Ahmed and Yes, sure. Who else is in there? Like Diplo's in there. Um some like Vine, there's a lot of like Vine and like YouTube stars who are like, I guess are like legitimate celebrities now. And it's just like them eating or like them shirtless or them like. All of this eating. sounds perfect. It's so good. It's so silly and fun. And it's just like, ugh, like you just sometimes like the world is just like so just like overwhelming in its awfulness. And you're just like, <laughs> oh, ugh. You know what I mean? And just mm-hmm. like you just sit down and you watch this fun little music video. And it's like, okay, yes, I really needed this like three minute escape. I really needed this as like three minute objectification of men. <laughs> I like it. I've I'm been, into it. I have been like watching it at least once an hour for the past week. It's obsessed. I'm obsessed. I love it. <laughs> I will have I'm to listen obsessed. to it. I, I heard of watch a few the video. Eggs were, okay, I will watch the video. It's important to watch the video. I mean, it's, like I said, it's a cute, it's a cute song, but the video is what is, is what is good. Okay. Um, <laughs> and there's like eighty different like celebrities in there. Like I don't even know all of them. So like, and like one good thing is that there's a lot of diversity in like body types. Like the fat Jew is in there. The like that Instagram celebrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was like, I only know because like he stole jokes from people, but I That's, guess like no one cares about that. I, I guess. I mean, he's, he credits them now, but also I don't necessarily really like him at all. Anyway, so like he's in there and then like, um, like Sage of the Gemini with Khalifa. There's like mm-hmm. some good just like diversity, like in color and like also body type and like age is so good and they're all being objectified like that's what's important it's like all these men <laughs> who look all different are all being ogled ogled oh tomato tomato ogled. yes sure objectified <laughs> drooled over like yes i'm here for it we need to do this more often i love that's it what i'm saying and so that has got me through this week and yeah, that's good. And like things are calming down for me. So like that's good. Next week will be easier. And my like second ingredient can be like peaches. Oh man, I want peaches so bad. I, I honestly, if I could mail you some, I would. They're so good. So, <laughs> They're so I'm good. So, so happy for you. I'm no, so happy for you. But I get this week being hard. This this last week was a little rough for me as well. So yeah. All right. Watch the boys' video. Done. Do it. It'll done and done. Better. While you're eating these peaches. All right. That's what. Peaches and peaches. <laughs> okay, I think I think I think I'm done now. Okay, we should. Okay, that's fine. Okay. End on a high note. <laughs> peaches and peaches. All right. Bye. Thanks for Bye. listening. Yay. Oh wait, hold on. Okay. Sorry. I sh- we should remind everyone. Oh my God, where can you, you find can, us? You can <laughs> find us on. The, you know, we're so bad at this. <laughs> you can find us on the internet at madewithmelanin.com yes. you can find us on twitter at made w melanin made with but just w and i think it's made wth that's what it no I, that's what I our handle is oh just kidding okay because i was like what, what is it happening? was made wth but then last week we said it was made w so then i changed it thank you okay good so, yes <laughs>
Made W Mellon on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MichaelRXS. You can see the things that I bake on Instagram at ThunderThighsCO. Yes. Abby, where can everyone find you? You can find me everywhere you would stalk your ex at Abby Blue J, A B B Y B L U J A Y. Yay! Yay! Um, so, yeah, please. Uh, there, thank you so much for listening. Please rate us yes. in iTunes, which yes, is a please. thing that you can do. It's just so wonderful to even say that. I'm still freaked out. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, so please rate us um, and say nice things and tell your friends who maybe like, you know, baking boys to yeah. listen to us. Yes. Because both yes. of those things are also things we like. Yay. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Yay. Bye. Bye.